If you don't, because me, if I don't want something to do with somebody, they can't give me anything. That's what they can't do. They can't give me anything. If I don't want nothing to do with you, you can't give me anything, and I'm not going to ask you for nothing. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, but at the end of the day, when they brought that up, the things that they done for him, or shall I say when Sidney Hicks brought it up, people were saying, he said it ain't about the money. He said it ain't about the money. Well, he could say a lot of things, but clearly he asked them for money. Clearly he asked them to get him a car and to get his car fixed. Uh, so there's that. And the bottom line is those same people who said that it ain't about money. Here's my point. At the end of the day, sometimes when we mess up, especially with our children, as parents, there's no handbook and there's no manual on how to be a parent. Many of us learn as we go. I know I did. And I did better with my second son than I did with the first. Because the first son, I was spoiling him, buying him all this expensive stuff, just doing too much. And my grandmother told me, stop, you're going to spoil that boy. And he's going to start feeling entitled. Okay? So the mistakes that you make on the first child, you may not repeat with the second, third, fourth, or however many other children you have. Because you have learned. Okay? So when he says, uh, basically implying that Monique treats the other children differently, that's because she's learned better and she was older when she had them he's the eldest so unfortunately being the oldest because i was the oldest child in my family and i saw my sisters and uh, brother get treated differently than me but my mother had me when she was 16 so with that all being said you learn as you go and that's just what it is and that's where i'm at with it you could agree or disagree but today what i'm not going to do uh and i apologize yesterday for going in on some of you because you absolutely have every right to your opinion at the end of the day uh, but i was a little triggered okay so i apologize to all of you who i went in on but i will say this you can say whatever you want uh, i'm not going to go in on you because everyone's entitled to their opinion y'all know sometimes i get in my feelings honey please pay attention hey mad dog jacks re-educated soul but um, at the end of the day Sometimes you think buying your children things will make up and compensate for the things that you lacked in. And that's not always the case because sometimes the children don't want the material things. They miss the time that they could have had with you. But, you know, when you can't go back in time and change things, you just try to do something different. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Okay? Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Juju said, Queen... Queen went in, got to go watch. I didn't really go in so bad, beloved, but I did say some things to a couple of people or whatever uh, that I shouldn't have said because they had a right to their opinions. Okay, so now with that all being said, let's go to the next uh, clip, which is where Monique and her husband responded. Likes up, everyone. Please don't forget to like and share. There's some people that are saying, oh, you should be ashamed of your mothering skills. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is what I'll say. Let's let it play out. Because the same ones that said to me, I was crazy, I was deranged, we watched it play out. So just like with my son, we'll watch this play out. And I, I do want to address this though, Shalon. When you say her daddy, her daddy, then that's when mommy going to say stop playing. Because you know this has been Uncle Sid your whole life. Uncle Sid knew you before you knew you. So for you to say her three sons... Yes, you're absolutely right. He has three sons. He can't claim you as his son because he's always been Uncle Sid, and he knows your daddy very well. And love that brother. And the irony of all of this is 
not what is said, but what's left off. Yes. See, you're, you're leaving off the fact that the last time we laid eyes on you, your mother got you everything you needed for the newborn baby about three years ago. You're forgetting about how I, from Georgia, am talking you through getting your car after we gave you the half the down payment for it and you were 31 years of age, 32 years of age at that point. And I'm negotiating the deal with the dealer for you as you sit there. And you have the vehicle you're driving right now because of your mother. These are the things that you're leaving out when you're expressing what you're expressing in reference to your mother. You're not expressing the relationship that you have with your father where you spoke ill to him, not to mention spoke ill to your mother, but somehow your mother and father and I all have a loving relationship and communicate back and forth because of the love that we have for you. Now, I'm going to stop it right there because at the end of the day, here's what I found out uh, after doing a bit more research. This young man has been problematic. Okay, he's been disrespectful and he's been problematic. Okay, at the end of the day. Now, I'm going to play for you the audio uh, from when Monique was speaking to a group of young people about their behavior and how it's going to land them in prison and they'll be treated like an animal. And she said she and she spoke about her son being the same way as them. Okay. So with that all being said, you see, that's why I say there's always a backstory. There's always things that's left out. And he's not gonna tell you that part. He's not gonna tell you how he disrespected his own father. Now, I don't know which father he disrespected, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, this man right here by the name of Mark Jackson, this is Monique's second husband and this is the one who obviously raised him and who adopted him okay this is the one whom obviously adopted him because he has this man's last name mark jackson his name is shalon jackson all right that's him right there but now his real father biological father hold on let me see if it's on this slide it's on another article, but hold on. Now, his real father has the same name as him. His name is Shalon Watkins. They have different last names. Now, I'm going to show a picture of him because, like I said, I don't know which of the fathers that Sydney's talking about, but I would assume that he's talking about Mark Jackson since that's the one who raised him and adopted him. Likes up, everyone, please like and share. And if your real father is in your life and actively in your life and has raised you, well, at the end of the day, you should not be calling anybody else father. Some people may disagree, but at the end of the day, to me, that's disrespectful. The only person I ever called my father was my father. And I had a wonderful stepfather, but I called my stepfather Robert because that was his name. And my father was my father. That's Shalon. Watkins right there. Okay, that's Monique's first husband. And as you can see the resemblance. All right, so with that all being said, um 
Brielle says, exactly. Most millennials and Gen Z don't have any respect for anyone. They don't know how to build on their own and they are spoiled. Yes, they're spoiled. And see, here's the thing. Like I said yesterday, I believe I told you all this yesterday, that that young man probably is calling Monique out at this particular moment in time because the money's been cut off. Because in the rest of that live, I didn't play the whole clip because we really don't have time because I have another live starting after this on the back of the channel where we're going to talk about Shannon Sharp, Mike Epps, and how Shannon says the Cat Williams warned him. Okay, so let's get into it. But with that all being said, Sydney said something about when you get to be a certain age, you have to take accountability. You have to start, you know, doing things for yourself. All right? And not to mention, you're 30-something years old. And you want them to give you a down payment for a car? I'm sorry. What? You're 30 years old. You should be fending for yourself. I don't care who your parents are. And if, if your parents helped you, that was out of the kindness of their heart. Because they don't owe you anything when you're 30 years old. Okay? Except to love you still. But as far as paying your bills and funding your things or whatever, they don't owe you anything. And I think it was more than commendable that Monique bought all the stuff for the newborn that he won't even allegedly let her see. Okay? And so... Let me continue. Now I'm going to pull up this other clip. And this is the one where Monique is talking to the young folk. And this is from years ago, like I said. And she mentioned her son. Your babies ain't even 15. You ain't even started life. And you sitting in here. And you paying people's income. Because you wanted to be stupid. I don't want to hear nothing about my mother's a crackhead, my father not there. Everybody's got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody. But it's what you want to do with your story. It's what you want to do with your story. So for you sick out there, let me be clear with this. Let me be clear. Be as slick as you want to be. But you also be slick in a cell like an animal caged up then you'll tell me how slick you are for the tough ones out there keep being tough because your tough will be right here and then you'll go into the adult facility and then you have to ask yourself what legacy will i leave behind so for you brothers sitting here please hear me i'm not here to judge you because I got one that's just like you. So going forward, don't you give no more damn excuses. Don't you, I don't care that your mother was a crackhead. I don't care that your father wasn't there. As long as you have your right mind, then you have to make the decision. Write your own story. You write your scenery. You write your characters. And guess what? You write your ending. So it's up to you. God bless y'all, baby. I, I commend you for carrying that spirit in your life and in your career and showing that love to the people who you come in contact with. That really shows, and I would assume, you know, like you said, from that example, was really great. You know, that day you were really transparent about your life mm. and about your relationship with your oldest child. How has that experience transformed you or evolved you as a mother? You you have twin boys who are close to the same age. 12, 13 now? The twins are 12. Mike was 14. So, yeah, and Mike was 14. How, how has that experience evolved you as a It's made me a better mother. And I still have some growing to do, but it's made me a better mother because if I can remember that day talking to those babies, I was fighting to have a relationship with my baby. 
and felt like I was losing him. So the conversation I was able to have with those babies, I was unable to have and connect it with my son. So all of those babies were my son. And, you know, y'all, when I first got in this business and my son was a little boy, it was just about being famous for me. It wasn't about being a wife. It wasn't about being a mother. It was about being famous. And though I had this son, my priority was not my son. And that's as real as I can be with it. He was not my priority because the priority was I got to make this money. And if I mean, we ain't never got to worry about nothing. And he can go to any college he want to go to. But what I wasn't doing was reading bedtime stories. What I wasn't doing was making a PTAs. What I wasn't doing was going on a field trip. So when I lost that relationship, and I always say it's never too late because as long as me and him both alive, it's never too late. But when I lost that relationship and I had to take some of the responsibility, I prayed to the universe and I said, if you give me another chance, if you give me another chance at motherhood, I'll, I'll do my best and I'll know what my priorities are. And even when I was given another chance, it was watching my husband nurture his family. Oh. That allowed me to become a better nurturer as wife, as a mother, as a friend. So when I see the two of you sitting together as husband and wife, it makes my heart go, that's right. Because oftentimes, Aja, they make us feel like it's something wrong having our husband sitting by our side. But my husband is raising me. And I say that because it's real. My husband has given me things that my father, my biological father never did. I didn't know if he didn't know to give it to me. I didn't know if he didn't consider it. But my husband, who's been my best friend since the 10th grade, is raising me and helping me be better just in my daily life walk. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Um, I okay, so with that all being said, I think that was beautifully said. And as you can see, even years ago, Monique was uh, saying that, you know, there was problems with her son and that she was praying to the universe. Uh, the thing about it is her son feels that he can express what he wants to say, but then he'll discount Monique's feelings uh, and say that she's lying and pushing a false narrative about praying to the universe. And as I said yesterday, and I'll say again, you can't say what someone else wants. You can't say what someone else uh, is praying for. That's what you can't do. You can assume, but you cannot know at the end of the day. And most parents who have fallen outs with their children, if they ever cared about their children, if they raised you, uh, they usually do pray that things get better. Okay, unless they were just some nefarious parent who beat the crap out of you, left you neglected, didn't feed you, clothed you, or any of those things. But a parent who's still helping you well into adulthood, honey, you can miss me with it. They're definitely somebody who's got your back. They're definitely somebody who wants to have a relationship with you. You see, that's called effort. And you see, for the people who said, oh, well, she gave an apology, but that's not enough. You have to change your behavior. Well, it looks like she did change her behavior because he said himself that she treats the other kids differently because she's learned, I'm sure. But also he said himself that she was buying him things and giving him things. And as I said, that's not going to change the past of what she did, but that does show that she's putting forth an effort, even if it's not the effort that he wants. People are human beings. Everybody makes mistakes. There's no manual, as I said. And at the end of the day, let's not forget, Monique is a victim of trauma during her childhood, okay? She's not using that as a crutch, but at the end of the day, I'm sure that some of the decisions that she has made have been made out of her trauma. And when you have trauma growing up, you will make decisions based off of your trauma until you learn to heal from it. And so you will make mistakes. And with that all being said, anyone who hasn't experienced trauma, you wouldn't understand that. And so you may scoff at it, 
But at the end of the day, people experience things in life that lead them to do things a certain way, to say things a certain way, and to behave in a manner to which some may not deem appropriate. But no matter yeah. what, if you can take accountability for your actions and, and try to move forward and offer an apology, that's the most you can do. Another thing is I want to say this to black folks specifically. I see so many black people going to the internet, airing out their grievances. If you feel like you need to talk about something that happened to you, talk to a friend. Go talk to one of your friends. Your friends aren't going to pass judgment. They're not going to sit there and go in on you. Well, sometimes they will. They may need to. But sometimes we need to be checked. And our friends are the ones to do it. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't take it to the Internet because people on the Internet don't care about you. They don't care about what you're going through. That's just juicy gossip for them, like I said. And your friends are people who care about you if you have good friends. They're the ones who care about you, and you can share with them what you're going through, and maybe they can help you to feel better about it. That may be more therapeutic, in my opinion, than going to the Internet where people are just going to bash you and take stuff and paint their own narratives and then run with it. Please pay attention. Now, with that all being said, everyone, please get the likes up. Please like and share. Now, I'm going to play... Hold on just a moment. I'm going to play. Um, where Shaq responded. Well, before I play what Shaq said, let's go to the audio of Larry Reed. What Larry Reed had to say about all of this. Likes up, everyone, please like and share. Thank you in advance. They are still estranged during the interview on Club Shay Shay. During the sit-down, Shannon Sharp inquired about the nature of the money relationship with Shalom after she admitted that she missed a lot of his childhood due to her then-newfound fame. She says they are still separated and she's leaving it up to the universe to do the healing. However, Shalom says it's a false narrative and that both him and his mother have no desire to make contact with each other. Y'all, see, y'all, y'all fall for that. I don't fall for that. Debarry Barber said, "Listen, I don't need to listen. I'm, I'm a parent. Are you a parent? I, 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 I have a. I'm a parent. That is improper. Her, if he responded to what she said, now I watched the Shay Shay interview. She just basically said, we still ain't rocking with each other, and I hope one day we can." You can't speak for her and then say that's a false narrative because we both don't want to deal with each other. Uh-uh. And if you want to say that, call her. But for you to get up and the first thing you say in the first few things, let me tell you, there's a, this thing, a law of first mentions. And there's also another thing in, um, uh, I got that degree in counseling. I can't think of the name of it. But a lot of times, the first few, that when people say, I don't mean to be ugly, but let me say this, and then to be ugly, this is how you got to look at it like this. He said, and somebody at the club say, say, the intention is to plug into those views, those clicks, the relevance of Club Shay Shay and Monique's interview. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Somebody says she's in the public calling for accountability. 
but to him, he's seeing it as hypocritical. Then call his mama, because she's talking about accountability in a world that he's not even qualified and experienced to even talk about or talk and have comments concerning. That is comparing apples and oranges. People do that. In fact, media does that and got y'all in the comments saying that kind of going on because that's how they, they mix it together. That makes no sense. And have you ever, listen, come on, baby daddies, married to a woman, y'all bust up, and then that woman try to turn the children against you because... Didn't I say the exact same thing yesterday? I gave the exact same example, uh, but I digress. Oh, bust up because she wanted to mix apples and oranges. Baby, the man you were married to, husband and daddy are two different people. And that's what y'all doing with this. This is dumb to Larry Reed. And that's my opinion. If you want to believe the media and the, and the narratives out here, you go right on ahead and enjoy yourself. But I ain't doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. Oh, God. This is not going to help him. If he got the heel or something, this ain't going to help him. And it's going to go away. Then what you going to do then? Monique's still going to be booked. Monique's still going to be living in the house she's living in, still married to the man she, she married to. Much, what you going to be accomplished? You, then you're going to start going to low vibrating platforms and, and keep talking and talking and talking and talking, get wrapped up more in the energy and Monique's still going to be winning. So this, this, is, this is stupid. I, I don't seen this a million times. I already know what this is. Uh -uh. Lady like church girl. Now your name is already telling me what this comment gonna be so let me read it i'm a parent and i get him putting in his two cents especially if for decades she uh elder hasn't initiated selling whatever they have going on but demanding things from oprah and tyler i knew this was gonna happen like this this is stupid you and i don't mean that in a bad way you look very nice and pretty like you got booking hand you're off to god bless you but this stupid Listen to what you're doing in your brain. Old media makes people in church. Look, you're not thinking. Agreed. I get him. Putting his Hold on. Larry Reed said the media and church make stupid people. Please pay attention. Two cents in if she hasn't taken or made an initiated to connect. That he should have been doing privately. On the phone, go to his mama's house. Working through Sydney and whoever else. But to connect it to her demanding things from Tyler and Oprah in entertainment and business and calling them on a lie. He, and from what I just saw a little bit and what y'all said in the chat, he didn't even say his mama was, was lying. He just said it's a false narrative. Like she's trying to spin the reality of. And what he said she's spinning is her feelings. And he don't know what her feelings is. Exactly. No. And see, this is what people do, like Marisha Walker, because you don't agree, you said I'm being emotional. No, you've been emotional and led by the media. And I'm thinking for my darn self. And I just said it's my point of view. I ain't got to be right in your eyes. 
Lord, Lord, this is what's the only light going on uh, social media out here. Because y'all y'all don't like to think. Y'all just like to feel and say shit. Mm-mm. Those are not those are not the same thing. If you can take it to anybody that got any, any little bit of sense and say this is these two can't be compared. It's not the same. Right. Woo! Talk! Oh, oh, she's a doctor. So she knows. See, this, see, this is a professional. Unresolved pain will make you create um, chaos. He needs therapy. Because what he's doing is not helping the situation. I said that too. And please pay attention to what the therapist just said. Okay? That unresolved pain will make you create chaos. And that's exactly what he has done. Okay? This isn't resol resolving or helping anything. Okay, and like I told y'all yesterday, and I still believe it was a clout chase. All right, someone just said, I think it was Nandy just said in the chat that he's smart because now he's a public figure because everybody knows his name. Exactly. And some of y'all don't think that's what he wanted. Please pay attention. That's why he brought up the Club Shay Shay interview and said millions of people saw it. Now millions of people have seen him. Okay, please pay attention. It's not helping the situation. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Somebody said, I do not agree with kicking her while she's down, but if hate involved, it's, it's called getting back. Agreed. And kicking her while she's down and she feed you or have fed you? I think Cindy said, if it's true, at 30-something years old, he had a baby, and she went and, and done grandma duties. She didn't have to do that. So, so, so that's why you can't get into family stuff. Because let me tell you, if, if Zaria and Zoe come out here five years later, my, my daddy neglected us because he was doing um, um, ministry or whatever. I done told y'all that. Um, ministry and whatever the time, you know, and we just have so many problems, and he just needs da 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 And come out here telling y'all that. In the same platform, same place, that fed them right now, texting me for $25 to get some McDonald's. I have a problem with that. And y'all, I'm a dad. <laughs> I'm a parent. And I know everybody parents differently. For me, I have a problem with that. From a child, no. I'm never going to agree with that. Elisa said, don't bite the hand that fed you. No. You know how many sacrifices parents pay? Part of the reason she said she was chasing the career, part of that ain't all just personal, selfish, toxic ambition. It is, you got to look at them kids. You don't want them to deal with what you had to deal with. Or you want to at least be able to meet needs if, if it pop up. I mean, wants rather. Larry, you're a good parent. Hold on, my parents were good parents, but they gave me bad experiences. And I managed to discuss those bad experiences and at the same time honor my mom and father. Like she just texted me today for my birthday saying, Our little Larry is so it was amazing that our little Larry has made us debt free and taken care of. There's a way to do it. I hear what y'all are saying, but 
I've walked this out in my own personal life. So of course, my lens as a son that has had a gripe with the mom and parent and dad and handled it the way that I did, I'm only going to go for this this way because that's how I did it. You know, I was that guy. I came to him was terrible. Okay, so I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to stop it right there because I absolutely agree with everything that Larry Reed said. I absolutely do. And he is a parent at the end of the day. And like I said, there was two therapists on there. Uh, he read the comment from one of them, but there was a second one that came in also. Who said the exact same thing? Okay, he shouldn't have brought it to the internet. That's not therapeutic. All right. And then uh, as for Nandy saying that he's smart because now he got what he wants. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say he's smart. I would say he's clever. Okay, which is someone who uses manipulation and craftiness to get what they want. And to me, that's what he did. That's what he did. Because just like he got on the phone and called Monique and Sydney and asked them to give him the down payment on the car, just like he got on the phone and called Monique and Sydney to have Sydney negotiate the deal with him for the car, he could have gotten on that phone and called them instead of getting on that internet. That's what he could have done. But he didn't do that. And if he said, and he did say it wasn't about the money, he said he doesn't want to make amends. Well, if you want therapy and you want it to be therapeutic, wouldn't part of that, the healing, be to make amends? Wouldn't that be part of it? I would just think. But if you don't want any of that, then why are you here? Because it's a cloud chase. It's a cloud chase. Okay, it's a cloud chase. Um, Reggie said, I'm not a parent, but know to honor my, thy mother and father that thy days belong upon the earth. Exactly. Honey, just because your parents do something wrong doesn't mean that you go and do the same thing or you go and do something worse to them. It's not about tit for tat. How many of us have parents who have done things that we didn't like or appreciate or that we felt was wrong? Who weren't there for us all the times that we needed them? How many of us could say that? At the end of the day, don't use that as a crutch to lean on. Like Monique told those young people she was speaking to. Okay, she said, I don't care. Don't tell me. I don't care if your mother was a crackhead. I don't care if your father wasn't there. You go out there and live your life and be the best that you can be because you can't use it as an excuse. Okay, that's what you can't do. Excuses are tools of incompetence and people who measure in them build monuments of nothingness and seldom accomplish anything. And see, when you don't accomplish anything for yourself, that's when you have to go at the age of 30 to ask your mother and her husband to help you out. That's what you have to do. And it's very ungrateful that for the same mother that you don't want a relationship with, according to you, that you would accept gifts from her. Because you know that she's giving you these gifts and trinkets because she knows that she messed up when you were younger. And so she's still trying to appease you. And for you to say that she's painting a false narrative. No, you're the one painting a false narrative, sir. You're the one painting a false narrative. Okay? Queen, did you see the text Monique's posted? I didn't see them, beloved. I did, or I would have had them right now to show them. Okay? Uh, so with that, I've been said, Uma Radio says, I wish these were the channels they promote and recommend. This needs to reach more ears. Thank you, beloved. Thank you. Okay, so now with that all being said, let's hear what Shaq had to say, and then we're going to be live on the next channel, like I told you, on the backup channel, the Queen Amadai Shakur TV show. For those of you who are, who are um, interested, I'm going to be talking about Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps, and uh, basically 
what Shannon came out and said after they were DMing one another, okay? And uh, you all can give your thoughts on that. So we're also going to finish up our Black History moment. Okay, so with that all being said, and a woman who looks like me got shot over a burger. We're going to talk about that too. Okay, so anyway, let me play this last video. More money, more problem. Whatever. The clip that continues to spread around the world of when I asked, do you open up emotionally to women? And you said, no, you shouldn't do that or else they'll throw it back in your face. Shannon Sharp brought it up to your good friend, Monique, and Monique had this to say. How do you take advice from a man who has no woman? And I love Shaq. But how do you take advice from my brother that has no one? She said, I love my baby. I love my brother Shaq. But who do you open up to? So she, she did disagree with you. The answer, my beautiful sister, and I love you too, Monique. First of all, let me address this. We can have respectful disagreements without getting personal. And I would never get personal with Miss Monique. Yeah. I'll never get personal with a woman. On air, yeah. on social media. I love Monique. She knows I love her. But I'm going to address her questions. She used the word pillow talk. I don't pillow talk. Mm. She used the word, uh, Shaq doesn't have a woman. Really, Monique? Monique, really? But who do I open up to? Nobody. And let me tell you why. Because my remedy to success is I have sayings. Like, for example, on the way over here, I saw seven homeless people, bro. Who am I to complain? I flew here private. I got my whole crew with me. We got a million-dollar suite. So in other words, before I start getting offside, I say, shut up, man up, and figure it out. So therefore, all the problems that I have, I have to define that they're really problems. And they're not. There's people with far worse problems than I got. And I feel for those people. So I don't, and complain, because again, I was raised by a drill sergeant. And I'm glad he raised me the way he raised me. So to answer my beautiful sister, Monique, when I have problems, I have to define if they're real problems. And most of the time, they're not. He says something about me. <laughs> he says something about me. <laughs> no, I'm not that guy. I'm here. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why I'm here, because so many people depend on me. My mother depends on me. I ain't got time to be soft. My father told me, you don't play well, your mama going to lose her house. Imagine that pressure. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, I'm going to be like, you know what, I'm going to get my mama a new house. The only time where I think... I've seen you emotional as when you went through that awful stretch with family loss. Yes. Do you go to family in times like, like, were you able, or do family members come to you? I'm always going to be emotional about my sister and Kobe. Yeah. It's my fault. And what I mean by it's my fault, I could have been the bigger man and be like, baby sister, I love you. Cole, what's up, my boy? Yeah. Like, when you're a leader, you don't have to wait. And in those moments, you looked at the situation... And just, you, you, you always think you have time. Yeah. You always think you have time. Like, I need to start calling you more. I know I see you every Tuesday, but I, I need to, I can't take you around. I'm going to see you every day, and you're going to see me, so. That's why you say I love you all the time. Yeah, but. I respect so, that. So, that's going to always be with me. But then again, but then again, I'm not going to be at home pillow talking, telling somebody, yeah, it's just something I deal with, and I deal with it my own way. You're doing now, more than again, talk on that pillow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yes, exactly. No, but now again, the clip that went viral, this is just me. Yeah. You don't have to use my method. You ask me what I do, and I say no. And 
but I like it because people can agree or disagree, but this is who I am and yes. I'm not going to change. Yeah, you're not asking other people to do the same just, thing. I'm just saying this is not nothing I do because I'm taught to be a man's man, man. Yeah. If you got problems, deal with it. Don't put those problems on your wife and your kids. Deal with it, sucker. agree and let me say this before I go out of here before I conclude the broadcast now the next slide starts in five minutes at 10 after 11 okay with that all being said here's my thing uh <laughs> Queen Sam says she's under the dryer and can't hear <laughs> uh, Radio said they both sound abusive <laughs> okay it is what it is that Monique is an angry black woman uh, I hate when people say that okay um but go ahead say what you want at the end of the day there's other races and ethnic groups of women that are angry. I call them carrots, okay? Now, with that all being said, Shaq is funny. He said, really, Monique? <laughs> really? <laughs> ah, Shaq said, how do you know I got hoes in different area codes? Please pay attention. <laughs> Claudette said, great broadcast, queen. Thank you. Reggie said, no, she's not. Exactly. Not to me. Uh, but also, Reggie said, when I said the comment about our friends won't judge us and our friends will understand it, they'll be there and they'll put us in check when they need to. Um, Reggie said, like-minded friends. Exactly. And see, all of my friends are like-minded. Okay, that's why they're my friends. All of my friends are like-minded. So, And I don't have a problem with my friends putting me in check, honey, because uh, sometimes they have to. Because sometimes I can get out of order. Please pay attention. And sometimes so can they. All right? So with that all been said, it's never any love lost. Beloved. Okay, uh, but like I said, people on social media, they don't care about us. They don't care about us. So you come out here telling your business if you want to, honey. All they're going to do is be judgmental and try to talk down on you and go in on you or whatever. And what the thing is this, on any platform, social media, in real life, whatever, you can always disagree. You don't have to agree with Monique and her methods or what she did. You don't have to agree with her son. You don't have to agree. But the problem is people don't know how on social media, most people don't know how to respectfully disagree. You see, if you respectfully disagree, you cannot like someone's opinion and not agree with it. But at the same time, you don't have to insult them. You don't have to try to go in and badger or bash them. You don't have to do that. You see, that's what idiots do. Intelligent people don't have to do that. They can just simply say, you know what? I don't agree with that. Okay, you don't have to make people feel bad about their choices and decisions or things they've said or done. Because at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. Not even you. I know some of y'all think you are, but you're not. None of us are. With that all being said, everyone enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. I hope to see you all in the next chat. Each one, teach one. That's how we grow and thrive. Do something productive, constructive, but never destructive. And always remember, beloveds, to keep the most time first in your lives. Skin, God all in my blood, kings all in my circle. You touch one of mine and you're done. They show no love for the queen. Why you hating on me? Is it cause I'm free and I got Malcolm X in my jeans? I got dreams like King Luther, shed blood like Kusa. You ain't helping my people, I ain't got nothing to say to ya. I want all the smoke like hookah. Talking reparations, America won't be great until they give us compensation. I'm like, uh. I'm the hot.
status right now. That's See right. a bunch of lanes out here trying to jock on my style. They be doing too much. I'm the queen, it's too easy. It's like they all in Popeyes, how they be talking so greasy. Real I just sit back and laugh while these haters get mad. So nefarious how they don't want my pockets with chatter. I tell them they can do better. These snakes in the grass can leave a bite on your ass. Y'all be trusting too fast. I got my foot on the gas, other one on they necks. Dropping receipts on haters, you better show some respect. I'm never facing regrets, we only facing the threats. Running through every challenge like a relay, break no sweat. It's a cold game, so I got that blanket with me. Now that my people awaken, ain't no going to sleep. I do not play by my peace. This time I'm playing for keeps. You talking slick, but when I see you like them ends, we gon' meet. And now I got gold all in my skin. God all in my blood. Kings all in my circle. You touch one of mine and you done. They show no love for the queen. Why they hating on me? Is it cause I'm free and I got Malcolm X in my jeans and I got gold all in my skin? God all in my blood. Kings all in my circle. You touch one of mine and you done. They show no love for the queen. Why they hating on me? Is it cause I'm free and I got Malcolm X in my jeans and I got 